0: All right, so this is, I'm here with my guest, Sarah McDonald. Uh, She's going to introduce herself and just, uh, you know, kind of, we'll go from there again.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah McDonald, owner of Focus Games, which is a personal training company. And um, how are you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So how did you get into, like, personal training? How was that? were you always into fitness or was that something later on?
1: Well, I've always kind of been into fitness, uh, more like a personal journey, um, probably for about 10 years now. Um, and it wasn't until maybe like four years ago where um, I realized that I had a a skill and a passion for helping people um, reach their goals fitness-wise.
0: Mm-hmm. And what, what was like your first fitness goal? Do you remember that at all? Or was it just a, was it something that you?
1: My first, my first fitness goal was after I had my daughter, mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to lose the weight. And, um, so I just started, I got a gym membership and I kind of just fell into it ever since. But I've always kind of been an athlete so there's something therapeutic about it
0: mm-hmm. and were, were you like uh, very comfortable in the gym or were you just kind of uh, like what? How, how, how was that experience for you?
1: Well when I first started going to the gym I would always stick to the women's section (laughs) I would stick to cardio machines I didn't really venture into it just because of out of intimidation because I didn't know what I was doing and then um after kind of just educating myself and um Seeing the benefits of weight training, I'd venture over into like the lifting area. And um, believe it or not, a lot of people in the gym, it's kind of like a family. They'll see that you don't really know what you're doing and they'll kind of jump in. And, you know, I've made some really great friends just from that. Um, and, um, yeah, so just people in the gym that have helped me out um, that kind of inspired me as well.
0: Uh-huh. And, uh, trainer. Uh, yeah so and then how did you decide to kind of become a personal trainer was that like something you're like one day at the gym you're like hey I'm gonna become a personal trainer how did actually
1: that kind of no of I, it never crossed my mind um it really never crossed my mind um I think what did it for me was I was working at a methadone clinic for about five or six years and I was very miserable uh it was just a very negative environment and I wasn't really passionate about what I was doing um and I would like go to the gym a lot and then like people that my workout buddies and just people all around me were like Sarah you're really good at this fitness thing like kind of putting that um seed in my head like oh what, did you ever think about becoming a trainer you know just putting the scene in my head I never really thought about it it was more that I was just doing it for therapeutic reasons um And then I was like, no, no, I don't think I can help people. You know, I I just didn't really believe in myself um, that someone would want, you know, would give me their money to help them. You know, I just I was lacking that confidence. And then um, and then one day, you know, one of my friends really talked me into it and they're like you know you're killing it like I love working out with you like you're crazy you could be making money off of this you could be helping people more people and I was like you know what it really does make me happy I'm just gonna take a leap of faith and try and get certified and you know try and put myself out there um mind you I had always worked in the medical field so I was like behind the desk or I was like helping clients and I never. I never really thought about being an entrepreneur, so it was kind of scary at first, um, but it's just really developing that confidence in yourself and believing in yourself, and then everything else kind of falls into place.
0: Mm-hmm. Where did you kind of get that confidence? <laughs> like, where? How did you kind of develop the confidence to do that?
1: Um, honestly, it's just really something that you have to develop and build up. Educating yourself is definitely important. If you're, you know, if any type of skill you have, if you hone it and you really sharpen it, um, that definitely helps with your confidence because you know what you're talking about. You're you're walking the walk and you're talking the talk, um, and um, you know, just like the results of the people you're helping. Like if they're satisfied, if they're happy with you, if you're making a difference, that really is a confidence boost. And that's just something that you develop um by by doing that by honing your skills
0: mm-hmm. did you ever think you were going to become a personal trainer like uh, like like earlier in your life or was it kind of like it just fell into your lap kind of
1: um it happened about 3 years ago um what definitely um later in life um and it was kind of like scary like i said because it was like a whole career change like i mm-hmm. had to quit my job to like focus on um you know to focus on the training and passing the exam and you know so it was definitely just like you know that moment when a light bulb goes off and you're like oh wait I should be doing this you know what I mean mm-hmm. um so yeah it happened later in life for me and um you know not everyone knows what they want to do fresh out of high school like you know what I mean you gotta kind of experience life. And sometimes you figure out what you want to do later on down the road.
0: So. Mm-hmm. And how was like that transition phase? You said you were like kind of scared or like you were when you. Tr- well,
1: like- it was stressful because I took a pay cut. I quit my job that I was secure with. And, um, you know, I work part time at hotels to like support me while I was studying for my exam. And um, but it was definitely like tough because here I am taking a financial cut, making a sacrifice, um, you know, new to a world that, you know, new to entrepreneurship, you know, which is hard in itself. You know what I mean? So um, I don't have really a huge business background or marketing background. So these are all things I had to, like, develop. So it was definitely um, a struggle for, like, the first year. But then um, it, it's starting to pay off now for sure. Like, I'm, I'm glad I made the decision.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, and what, what gave you that final push? was You said it was someone that told you or was it just like...
1: No, it's just that I was kind of fed up with what I was doing. I wasn't really happy. I was kind of miserable. Um, after I quit, I immediately felt like... A weight had lifted off of my shoulders like that's kind of like a, a sure sign like hey you wasn't supposed to be doing that and then um and then you know like the signs of like um you know when you start something new that you're passionate about like that uncertainty that like you know the butterflies in your stomach like when you have like all those like emotions like you know that like okay you're starting something great you know and um yeah, so, so definitely, like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the starting the part is like the hardest part, just getting you to kind of do it, and then after that, kind of, you know, I, I mean, it's scary at first. Uh, when did you get like kind of comfortable with it and got you know like okay, I'm getting the hang of things and all that?
1: Um, just when um. Believe it or not, I tried to work for a gym when I got certified, and um, it was actually one—I won't say which gym it is—but um, actually one of the worst experiences, <laughs> one of the worst jobs I ever had. Um, I was like, I was asleep. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
1: I almost felt like I was a slave and I almost felt like um, I, it was just like a minimum wage situation and I was like, oh no, I can't do this. Um, so that was definitely something that pushed me even harder because here I'm like, working for a gym, but you know, I'm not happy. And I was like, this is like finding me where I need to just take my personal training company and be independent. Mm-hmm. Just a full entrepreneur, which is hard because you have to get your own customers you have to put yourself out there more mm-hmm. you can't just expect someone to bring so which is like the of working in a gym but uh, you don't really get paid well so um, so yeah the only way to go when you're a personal trainer is to be independent because you're going to be making a crap load of money for a gym and you're you know and not always the best condition, So, mm-hmm.
0: and what, what kind of got you to you know? Cause, you took that risk, and then like, uh, like were you really happy when it paid off, or like was how how did you did that feel? Like once you knew, like okay, we're kind of you know, I'm building, and I'm you're still building on you know, kind of. How well, yeah,
1: you- I'm still I'm still building. Um, really, just like. Um, Gaining new customers every time, like, is is um, definitely like, um, like a a rewarding feeling. Like, you know, like I'm not exactly where I want to be at right now. Like, my ultimate um, goal is to own a gym, and um, that would be great. Um, and like, you know, possibly franchise it. But um, I'm definitely not there yet. But I'm still in the building phase and um, just accumulating like clientele and you know just the word out there the buzz out there like oh you know um, you know she's the truth she knows what she's doing like um, she's a great trainer like all those things are um, are what keep me you know going and uh, changing and obviously you know my clients like helping them change you know even their mentality about working out Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's the greatest part for me the most rewarding and why I do it is because most people they look at working out as like a chore or something they don't want to do or something that they don't like and when I can change someone's mentality and you know turn them into like someone that loves fitness that looks forward to working out you know that's addicted to seeing results then um, then I that's just like a personal satisfaction for me that I get and it really keeps me going so I don't know um,
0: what would like, uh, what kind of, like, kind of mindset tips would you give someone that, uh, you know, is either just starting out or been in the gym a little bit, but not that much? What would you... Um,
1: definitely, um, just educate themselves. Um, you know, like, don't, don't listen to your feelings. Don't listen to, like, you know, the voice in your head that's like, oh, I don't feel like going... Um, you know, just just do it. You know what I mean. And definitely understand the benefits of exercise, and understand, you know, and just kind of like stick with it, and to see like a change. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think it, yeah, and then uh, like it just takes a lot lo- longer time. You got to be patient. Just have the, just keep going for it, right? So. I feel like that's yeah,
1: definitely uh... just just don't give up because like you know they didn't lose 10 pounds in a week like it's just something that um just letting go of that voice in your head that says I don't want to do it I don't feel like it like you know what we don't feel like going to work every day but hey we like having a roof over our head and eating food every day <laughs> you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's the same it's the same thing with fitness you know you just gotta keep doing it you gotta not listen to like that that dealt in your head or that like, oh, I'll never change or, you know, this doesn't feel good, you know, you just got to embrace it and just do it. And if you need help, like, you know, hire a trainer for a little bit, you know, just to just to make sure your form is correct and, you know, you know, kind of give you a blueprint of what you need to do or, you know, going online and taking, you know, control in your own hands, just studying a little bit. You know, not just walking into a gym and being like, I don't know what to do. You know, this is intimidating and I don't like the way it feels and leaving because, you know, that's just like a waste of time and just caring about yourself enough to realize that health is like probably one of the wealthiest things you can have. You know, you can have a million dollars, but if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be around to enjoy that, you know? So just like having that mindset, you know?
0: hmm And what do you tell yourself when, when, when in your head, it tells you like, I don't want to go, I, you know, um, well,
1: I have a lot of things like, you know, I have a lot of feelings. I don't wake up every day and want to work out, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's other things I rather do. I rather get an extra hour of sleeping. I rather, you know what I mean? Um, but it's, it's just that self-discipline. It's like, you know, um, and a lot of times if you do that once it becomes a habit, so, I just push myself. I just do it. I don't even think about it. I schedule it in my phone. Okay, this is the time I'm going to work out. You know, if I have to set an alarm, I'll set an alarm. And then I just don't even think about it. I just do it. Mm-hmm. And um, just making it automatic, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And what do your, like, days look like? Is it very, like, intense? Or is it, like, everything's kind of spaced out? Like, what is kind of your way of uh, being a frustration? So-
1: so my whole thing is um, giving yourself at least an hour a day of, of just you time because, you know, like a lot of people these days, they have school, they have work, they have their families, they have their significant others, whatever. Like it's so important to just take an hour every day, whether it be meditation, whether it be, you know, an hour of cardio, an hour of weight training, whatever, at least one hour, Um, just to keep that mental stability and, um, you know, just to make sure you're working on yourself in some way. But a daily routine for me is I'll wake up and I'll meditate for at least 30 minutes, um, usually around 30 minutes. And then um, I hit the gym and then I um, see my clients. And I also still work part-time for a hotel. So, you know, in the evening I'll um, work at the hotel. But um yeah, so it's just like my life's pretty routine. <laughs> I'm kinda boring. But I also make it a point to have like a bit of a social life and time for networking and you know, and then also like you gotta give yourself some vacation time too once in a while. So I try to I try to make time for everything that's important to keep that healthy balance. Um so yeah, I feel like that's really important.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what do you do to, like, relax? What is, like, your decompression? Are you, like, like, the, like I
1: what? definitely I definitely meditate, and I highly recommend it. Um, that's just when you let go of everything in your mind, like anything you're thinking about. Um, I suggest in the morning when you wake up because you have less of a mental stimulus. You've just waken up. You know, you're in your bed. And, um, you know, I go on YouTube or whatever, and I'll type in, like, guided meditation. There's a few people that I subscribe to and um, that I really like, and I'll just lay in my bed, and I let go of my thoughts, and I kind of just get in tune with myself. And I feel like that's really helped me with mental clarity. It's really helped me um, have, like, with my mental stamina. It's helped me in many ways because I remember when I didn't do it, I would, like, wake up, like, in a panic, like, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, you know, like, I would forget certain things, like, uh-huh. you know, like, I was a hot mess, um, <laughs> so, definitely helped me, like, stay a little bit more, like, and less of a nervous mess, so, shout out to Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, uh, I think that's uh, such a good way to kind of, like, um... Just clear your mind. I think it's a good way. I don't do it that long. I do about 10 minutes because, like, I can't I can't be alone with my thoughts, like, that long for me. Really? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't I don't know.
1: You should try doing it 10 minutes and then 20 minutes and then 30 minutes. Like, you'll be surprised.
0: Yeah, I, I like 10 minutes just because, like, <laughs> it makes me, like, think. But do you wake up early? Like, what's your kind of, like, sleep schedule? Are you, like... Well, uh, so
1: my alarm's always set to 7.30. Uh, um. Even if I don't really have much going on, don't get me wrong, some days I'll sleep in because I need it. but um, just on the rig um my my alarms set to seven thirty in the morning and like I said, I'll do like my thirty minute meditation right when I wake up and then I start my day I get my breakfast in, I'll get my workout in or whatever I'll deal with my clients um, or any type of errands um, but yeah, so, that's that's pretty much it
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. and do do you get a like how much sleep do you get usually do you get a lot or a little like how many hours
1: Um, depends like if I'm if I work at night um, on average probably about seven hours
0: okay so that's pretty good so that's
1: yeah and sleep is so important uh
0: yeah yeah I used to think sleep was like "Eh, you don't need that you know let's put that in the back background you know all you need is like five then I realized, like, oh, you can do that for a while, but then it kind of just keeps building and building, and then you're...
1: Right, it catches up to you at some point.
0: <laughs> Very, yeah.
1: Like, yeah. really needs sleep, like, especially to recharge and just reset itself. Like, it's important. Like, do you need sleep? Need it, like, to survive? Um, I don't know, because insomniacs seem to be doing, seem to be, like, breathing and stuff, but... Um, <laughs> and some, like... Um, like, crazy geniuses, like, didn't really sleep or whatever. But, like, I just think for a regular person, like, it's pretty important. You notice the difference between an eight-hour sleep and a four-hour sleep. You know, you feel recharged and your body is thanking you for that sleep. Like, you know.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just feel more clear in the head so you don't have, like, you don't mistake... That- You don't mistake things. You don't. You don't like mess up a lot of things. I feel like if you get less and less sleep, starts catching up with you, and you start
1: exactly. And your whole like mood and aura is off. Like, you know, you're you're more agitated. You're more like, you know, just like on edge for sure. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, Mm. well, at least for me. I'm sure you know everyone's different, but.
0: And what, what, it, like, how do you handle your emotions? Do you get angry at all? Do you get sad a lot, or anything like that?
1: Um, of course, I'm a human being. I have emotions. You know, I'm. Um, I notice now, like, um, like with exercising and meditating, and you know, eating healthy, um, I'm able to think more clear, more rationally. So, um, I don't get mad as much as I used to before, like any little thing would like set me off. Um, <laughs> but now, <laughs> like, now that I have like a clear mind and I'm healthy and I, you know, my, my priorities are in place, it's like, it's a different, it's different. Like I pick my battles um, and not only that, you know, I always stop to think, you know, is it worth me failing the way I am? Because... that's your energy right there. You want to make sure you're using your energy for things that benefit you. And, you know, getting angry because someone cut you off isn't really beneficial to anyone. So, you know what I mean? So it's really just it's it's all about energy. Where do I want to place my energy with my emotions, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. And how much do you feel like you've changed as a person from like 5 to 10 years ago? Do you feel like you've changed a lot or is it just um.
1: Yeah, um I definitely have like a lot more confidence. I feel a lot more healthier. Um I care less about what other people think about me. I'm more focused, so more driven and ambitious. Um before like I was a little bit more ratchet too, like <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like I've just changed a lot and you know, like like I said I would get angry. I would get hot. I would get angry more. I think it's just because I wasn't happy with myself either. Um, but now I just feel overall a lot more happier. I'm a more happier person. And, you know, and um, I have better energy. And um, I I treat people a lot better. I'm more caring. I have less of an ego. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm more about, like, how can I help people? Because I realize that's very rewarding to me is, you know, helping. Um, so... Yeah. So yeah. That's still five years difference.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, I think the the good one you said there I, that I kind of noticed was was that caring what other people think. I think that's, like, such a huge thing. I think for everybody. Because, like, everybody judges each other. And, you know, and then you're worried, self-conscious. And you're just like, okay, uh, I have to change my look. I have to, You know, you change things for other people, which I think it's a terrible thing to do. Um, because yeah
1: it's, exactly
0: you start just wanting to be people's friends just to be their friends or xyz it just doesn't matter i think caring what other people think about you it shouldn't really matter like i don't know why it's
1: such a great mental relief mm-hmm. um i just think um people as a whole feel like they um need to fit in fit in and mm-hmm. they want to be accepted and um i think once you realize that um society's view on how we should look or just you know people who don't care about us like we should be valuing more the people that you know care about us and then not only that just helping people because you can you know um i just feel like when you kind of let go of your ego a little bit and when you kind of stop caring about things that aren't important and that matter um overall as a person
0: so how do you like um, in your in your way? How do you kind of like uh, handle your kind of spirituality? Do you you said you meditate? Do you do anything else besides that? Do you like walking outside or like how? Like what else do you do besides that? Um, I
1: don't know. I. I definitely do like nature, I like hiking. Um, I just like being like in, in tune and aware and, uh, you know, what, something that I, I also do to decompress that I, I feel like, you know, everyone should do it is I'll take some essential oils, especially after a workout and I'll just rub it on my muscle with some coconut oil and then I just lay on it for a good 10 minutes. And. Um, it, it works wonders. It really does.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's really good to do. And taking
1: time to get that massage or get that, um, you know, that self care that we were talking about earlier, um, like, is so important to your spirituality and your and your mental as well.
0: Yeah, and I think the taking care of yourself first is like such a big deal now. It's mm-hmm. like. Uh, because no one ever told you to take care of yourself. I mean, they said it, but, like, you're like, huh, okay, I'll do that. I think I'm taking care of myself. and you find out, oh, there's a few things that need to change. So how do you, like, how did you kind of change all your habits, either good or bad, well, I, in your mind? I
1: kind of started caring about myself. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize it, but they don't they don't care about themselves like they think they care about themselves. You know what I mean? Um It's just, and also educating yourself, knowing um, what's good for you, Um, you know, like, knowing what works, um, and then just doing that. Like, um, some people just aren't educated on that, or it's not like, they don't have a value system in place, and, or they're just, they're focused on things that aren't healthy, you know, Um, and they're not prioritizing themselves, so... Um, It's just being able to, like, have that realization, like, you know, this is what I got to be doing, this is what's going to help me, Um, you know, like, I'm worth it. Um, Just having that um, is definitely, like, a game changer, like, Mm. especially towards, like, you know, helping yourself and whatever, self-care
0: yeah yeah i think just caring about what you're doing and because i feel like a lot of people tell themselves i care for myself but then they kind of but
1: then they'll smoke a pack of cigarettes yes yes they'll lay on their couch and watch netflix and eat a bag of like you know doritos or whatever Mm -hmm. so it's like do you really care about yourself you know what i mean like just like having that awareness like what are my daily habits Uh you know like This is not optimal. This is not, like, you know, productive. This is not helping me health-wise. And a lot of people are addicted to these things or codependent on it, and they don't want to let go of it. But once they understand, like, how it's truly affecting them and how it's, like, you know, and and once, like I said, they start really valuing themselves, they'll be ready to let it go. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they just need to hear that from other people, Um, because it's already conditioned in their minds and they need an outside force to kind of like make them see it, you know, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, And I think like the, just like having someone there to tell you like, Hey, this and that or just keeping you accountable, like,
1: or just keeping them aware and accountable. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. I think that's a really, and then you mentioned the education. I feel like, like there's just not enough of that. like I never learned anything it's
1: so sad because you can go online now Mm. and learn almost anything you know you can go on YouTube and and see things Um, I mean there's the surplus of information and sometimes it's not always reliable but you know there's really good information out there and there's really good books. You know, you don't have to spend $20,000 on school. You can really just take the effort and time to just go out there and get the information on your own and um, see what works for you. You know, also try trial and error. Like I've done so many different types of like, um, you know, like diets and stuff like that it's all about trial and error too, like seeing what works for you. Cause you know, like what works for me might not work for someone else or just seeing what works the best for you out of all the things like, but just making sure you're like making an effort and, and trying to, um, and not being ignorant about it, like, um, studying it, what you're doing and mm-hmm. getting the best results from it. Like,
0: yeah. And I, how do you, like, um, what is it, what diets you kind of like, like, in your mind? Uh, is it, like, flexible? Well, right
1: now, I'm more of, like, an intu- uh, intuitional eater mm-hmm. because, um, you know, like, before I was always, um, having a food diary on like my fitness pal, life sum. And then after doing that for like a year, you kind of have everything memorized because you eat the same types of food all the time. So like I'll go out for a drink. I know exactly what I, what I'm putting in my body, how many calories, what's the nutritional value. Um, and that's because I spent a year using a food diary. You know what I mean? It's ingrained in my mind. like you know what I mean? And um, so right now I'm just kind of an intuitional person. Like I know what my body needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I eat clean about like, you know, I'm like we said, I'm a human. <laughs> so like I'll eat clean like 80% of the time and then I indulge in the other 20%. Mm-hmm. And that keeps me a to balance. You know, I'm not a competitor. Like I'm not competing in like a bodybuilding. So I don't need to have a certain amount of body fat, um, but I feel like where I'm at now keeps me, stable, keeps me happy.
0: Mm-hmm. And what, what is it that you like to indulge in? Like what is your kind of go-to? So like pizza, chocolate, like what is it?
1: I like all the fat things. Like, <laughs> like I'm a, fa- I'm truly a fat kid at heart. Like, uh-huh. um pizza, anything sweet, like any type of dessert, like um I'm I don't know, I just love it all, like all the things that are bad for you. So <laughs> um but, you know, I'm at the point now where like if I go out to eat, like, oh, do I really need the bread before the meal? No. Do so I really need soda? If I want something carbonated, I'll get a soda water with like a splash of crayon. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I usually always opt out with a healthy alternative. And actually, I'm I'm gonna be starting. Um, I'm gonna be starting something with my boy. It's, it's gonna be called healthy alternatives. So it's taking your favorite fatty, like cheat foods or just like indulging foods, and finding a, a healthy alternative for it. And um, yeah, to kind of satisfy those cravings that er that everyone has.
0: Oh, that's that's a great idea because I feel like a lot of people don't know exactly which are the best alternatives to something. Like, what is you know you mentioned the cranberry, which I think is a good one with the you know carbonated drink. I think that's yeah, like.
1: I think um, the biggest addiction is not drugs, it's definitely food. People are addicted to sugars, people are addicted, like, think about it, how many times after you eat are you like, I want something sweet, or, you know, like, you'll just be sitting there and you're like, oh, I want, you know, like, it's because people, um, unfortunately the foods that we're given, that we settle for, um, are packed with things that kind of turn us into food addicts. So it's kind of like breaking that, and then also picking your mind into thinking like, oh wow, I just had this satisfying indulgence, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like, it's just, uh, I think that I don't know. I feel like it's the greatest drug ever invented. Yeah, of course. We (laughs) eat it every day, and you're like, what? This is crazy. Keep going, like, like,
1: uh, (laughs) like you. No, definitely.
0: So I think it's like it's insane that, yeah. that we haven't tried to fix that. We're trying to fix that issue, but it's like the biggest issue, I think, is just. That. Oh
1: yeah, the the number one way people die in this country is through like heart, heart problems, cholesterol problems, mm-hmm. um, things related from probably their diet, you know? So um, it's the number one killer, and we don't talk about it because we're so complacent with what we're eating we don't really research what we're eating we just settle for it um because it's in front of us and it's you know um instant gratification and i think once like like we were talking about before education once once you educate yourself and you stop being ignorant and you stop being lazy um you'll you'll break from that
0: yeah, yeah. i think that's
1: and because you care about yourself too you know
0: yeah yeah you start caring and it's just I don't know I think all those things kind of make you into a better person
1: it does and it also creates like a um, how do I say this kind of like a mental toughness Uh the ability to say no and then go for what you want and even though it's not convenient you know
0: yeah 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 okay yeah so I think that's good Um, well I guess this is where we can wrap it up here so Thank you, everybody, for listening, uh, and uh, we'll be back next week. I forget who the guest is, but we'll be back next week, Uh, and uh, I'll talk to y'all guys later. Bye.